Hey, hey, sisters, welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today we are back for a part two of the prayer and fasting question that Stephanie Cluck submitted through the community. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Do you desire balance and want to glorify God with your life? Are you often up late at night conflicted between whether you accomplished enough or you were present enough with your kids? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed by all the things on your to-do list? Hi, I'm Sasha Star Robertson. I know the weight of that stay-at-home mom life. It can feel like a burden to stay on top of things when you don't know how to manage your time and struggle to read your Bible. You want structure, a routine that flows, and a little time to pursue things for yourself without mom guilt. But you keep telling yourself, there's no time, and I can't find a good schedule. Well, sister, you've found the solution. On this podcast, you will find encouragement to help you live rooted and grounded in Christ, time management tips for busy moms, and mindset shifts to help you feel organized, productive, and peaceful, focusing on what matters most. So grab your cold brew or kombucha and strap those kiddos into the car seat, and let's jump into today's episode. I want to let you all in on a little secret today. This episode and the one that came out yesterday and when you fast were actually recorded several months ago, like spring, (laughs) pre-spring. And I don't know why they have continued to be bumped back, bumped back, bumped back. In fact, I had to go in and edit the intro and outro music on these episodes and so much more because the music has changed, the intro has changed, the name of the Facebook community has changed and so much more. So funny enough, though, God works in ways where it is miraculous and incredible. And it is always his timing, always, always his timing. And so I know that this week is the perfect week for these episodes to come out because yesterday I shared in the fasting episode how I had been doing these three-day fasts for several months. And in fact, just a few days before uh, the podcast episode came out yesterday, I had just finished another three-day fast. And today, as this episode is coming out, I actually built a war room in my closet for prayer. I'm super excited. I've got like supplies and a Bible and names of God on the wall. And I'm going to put pictures. This is a new thing for me though. And so don't be listening to this episode and like, oh my goodness, Sasha's next level. No, I literally want my prayer life and my relationship with God to just grow leaps and bounds in this coming season. I know last year in the season of life, October, November, December, like the last quarter of the year, God showed up and I felt so deeply rooted and connected to him that it was so easy to hear his voice and to follow his steps obediently and to step out boldly and do things that he was asking me to do. And so I know that I want that for my life and my family in this coming season. And sister, if you're feeling the same way, if you're like, looking out the window, maybe you're not in Alaska, but the leaves are starting to change. There's leaves on the ground. It is crisp and cold outside. It is a hundred percent pumpkin spice season up here. In fact, I had a homemade pumpkin spice latte (laughs) this morning. And this to me, when I look outside, when I step outside, 
my heart just screams a season of focusing on the Lord and resting in him, drawing near to him and connecting with him. And I think it's absolutely beautiful, his timing, that he has so heavily impressed upon me in the last two months that we are doing Seek First. Last year, around the same time, I launched She Rises. It's an eight-week Bible study course with accountability partners, coaching and trainings and a workbook to get you in God's word, connecting with him in a number of different ways, and just really reestablishing your entire life on the firm foundation that is in him. And so it has been renamed, it has been revamped, it has additional trainings on fasting and more. And sisters, it is so, so good. But before we launch that, it's coming in a couple of weeks. But before we launch that next week, we are doing a Connect with God Consistency Challenge, totally free. You are not just invited to join, sister, you are encouraged to join because I don't care where your relationship is at with the Lord right now, it can be better. Like you're not with him face to face (laughs) in the afterlife for eternity, your relationship with him can be better. And I'm not talking about doing more Bible studies. I'm not talking about any kind of checklist Christianity, right? I'm talking about feeling connected with God. I am talking about basking in his presence. I'm talking about things like this, spiritual disciplines of prayer and fasting and getting in his word and fellowship consistently. That's what we're talking about in the challenge, in the course. So sister, go to the link in the show notes. It's intentionalabundance.life backslash connect with God. It's in the link or it's in the link is in the show notes, click that, share it with your friends, share it with your besties, bring them in. There's nothing better than doing things like this in fellowship in community with your sisters in Christ, with your community, your tight knit people, people who know you and who are doing life with you. You want them to grow spiritually alongside you so that you guys can be that bridge for each other when one is weak to carry the other in prayer and so much more. So invite your besties, click the link in the show notes, share it with them, jump inside the Facebook community because we're doing a giveaway like today or tomorrow. We're, we're going to be doing two giveaways by the end of the week. And then there's going to be giveaways every day during the challenge. It's five days that we are going to be meeting together, roughly 10 minutes of teaching, 10 minutes of Q&A and coaching, and then 10 minutes for you to go on your own, get in God's word and prayer and connect with him. All right, I will stop talking about this because I know I'm going to see you in the Connect with God Consistency Challenge. And now we will jump into this episode about prayer. Okay, so today we are continuing on the topic that we started discussing yesterday. It was a question submitted by Stephanie Cluck from the Facebook community or a topic recommendation. And she said, I would love it if you would speak to the topics of fasting and prayer. So yesterday we talked about fasting. Definitely come back or go back. I'm all tongue tied today. Go back and listen to that episode on fasting. Super, super good. Love it so much. But today we're going to continue on with this topic of prayer. And we are going back to where we started in Matthew 6, this time starting at verse 5. Because in Matthew 6, it talked about when you fast and when you pray. And this is the Lord's Prayer passage. And if I'm going to be asked to talk about prayer, 
what other place am I going to go than the Lord's prayer? Like his disciples literally asked him, like, how do we pray, Lord? How do we pray like you pray? And so Jesus says in the Lord's prayer, uh, starting at verse five, he says, and when you pray as if this is an expectation for Christians, this is an expectation for followers of Christ and for believers that you are going to pray right? He says, when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees it will or sees in secret will reward you. I love this because it so closely matches what it says about fasting down in verse 18, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Friends, do you want closeness with the Lord? Do you want to be rewarded by him? Obviously, we seek him for his presence, like being with him, not his presence as in his gifts or rewards to us, but his rewards are unmatched, y'all. Like you can win the lotto for millions of dollars. The rewards of your father who sees in secret are way better. Like spoiler alert, do you want the fruit of the spirit? Like there are so just so many good things that come from the Lord, right? So do you want to be rewarded? It is essentially an expectation of you as a believer to pray and to fast. That is what I gather from this passage. I'm not going to dive into like what the hypocrites do. I believe scripture is very clear about the heart's intent of things, right? And I think right here, they're, they're talking about the heart's intent of the hypocrites, right? As believers, our heart's intent is to please God, to glorify God. And so I'm trusting each and every one of you here, that is your heart's intent as well. Continuing on in verse seven, it says, and when you pray again, when, not if, when, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Wow. Before you ask him, your father knows what you need. I love this passage because it talks about if we don't know what to pray, that is okay. Saying Jesus is enough. And this is something that I teach my, you know, three and a half, almost four-year-old all the time. Just say Jesus and he will be with you. Like we have the Holy Spirit and he is an intercessor on our behalf. That is how God knows, right? Like the, this, the Holy Spirit in us speaks to the Lord constantly. And being in tune with the Spirit is, is how we strengthen that prayer life. So it's okay if you're in a season where you're like, I don't even know what to pray. I don't know how to pray. That's fine. Just say Jesus and sit in that for a moment. Because the Lord knows what you need before you ask him. That is what scripture tells us. Therefore, that is truth. We don't have to have all of these scriptures memorized and, and all of these Christianese words to be able to pray. Okay? We can get to that point. We can come to that space. I love coming into prayer meetings and praying together for other people because I believe that when they pray, like they're praying with the spirit that is in them, 
And when they pray out loud for something for me or for, for someone else, I can just feel the presence of the Lord so much more closer in those moments. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, right, to use many words in your prayers, but it's not necessary, sisters. The Lord knows what you need before you ask him. And then continuing on in verse 9, again, we are in Matthew chapter 6. <laughs> if you haven't turned open, and I'm reading from the ESV, by the way. I normally, if I'm on the podcast, I'm reading from the ESV. It's one of my favorite translations. Very rarely will I jump around. NASB is my second favorite, but I try to keep it consistent here. ESV. Continuing on in verse 9, it says, pray like this. And this is the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I love other translations that, that kind of add to this a little bit. And it says, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I think that's how it goes. Um, I believe that's how the one hanging in my house is. I don't know what translation it is. Probably should have looked that up before hitting record on this podcast. But hey, I'm human, right? Let's let the Lord's word speak. And uh, that hopefully encourages you to go directly to God's word yourself if you do not currently have your Bible open. But this is another perfect example of when you don't know what to pray, you can just pray the Lord's Prayer. In addition to that, I look at the Lord's Prayer and I see a perfect example for how we should go about praying. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. This is looking at God to who he is. My prayers often start out with like Heavenly Father, glorious God, creator of the universe, like uh, the one who who knit me together in my mother's womb, like giving God the glory for who he is and naming who specifically it is that you're praying to. Sometimes we can say, you know, Lord, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But I love that the Lord's prayer gives us this example of, of pointing out and recognizing who we are praying to in all of his glory and majesty and dominion. And then it continues on, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And when we pray the Lord's Prayer, when we think about the Lord's Prayer, it's just a reminder to my soul that ultimately I do want the Lord's will to be done. I remember a season in my life of really wrestling with this idea. And the reason I wrestled with the idea of, of God's will over my own is because I didn't trust him, because I didn't know him, because I didn't like him. I have a whole other podcast episode on that, which I will link in the show notes if you guys want to listen to the know, like, and trust about God. But his word is very clear and tells us that he has good for us and he works good for those who love him and who are called according to his purposes, which is from Romans 8, 28. God's will is good. And ultimately, we want his will to be done because that is what is furthering the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. And we want his kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because when all of that is done, when all of that is fulfilled, that is when we get to live with him in eternity. And 
every tear will be wiped from our eye. And there's just so much goodness in that space, right? So we don't want to want to thwart or pray over his will being done. Of course, we want to present our requests. He already knows what we're requesting before we open our mouth. But your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Continuing on verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. Going back to this fasting episode, it says man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The word of God is so good. And when we are praying, give us this day our daily bread. I hope that it's not only asking God to sustain you like he did the Israelites with the manna in the desert, but that it's a reminder to you to go to his word because that is how we live. That is how we survive. And then verse 12, and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Whoa. Okay. Slow down, back it up. That's a huge one. That's a huge, like one-liner, like bam, could spend probably a whole podcast episode diving into that. But just to be brief for today, it's asking God to forgive us in the manner in which we have forgiven others. This instantly makes me think of Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 and 24. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there, remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. Be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. It's essentially implying like God doesn't even want us to, to present our offerings to him if we are holding strife and contention and unforgiveness in our hearts towards our brothers and sisters. In Matthew 18, 21 through 22 says, Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. In other translations, I think it says 70 times seven. Like that's a lot of times, y'all. And God is clear in the Lord's prayer and in these other parts of scripture that our responsibility is to forgive. And when I am ever harboring this unforgiveness, I think a huge part of it is my mindset and my heart set on how I need to shift that to focus on Christ forgave me while I was still a sinner. Therefore, it is my responsibility and my role to forgive others, right? And in the Lord's prayer, we are asking him to forgive us as we have forgiven others. In this last part of the Lord's prayer, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Of course, that is what God desires to do, right? He wants to be there to guide us. I love Psalm 119, 105, that says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And God has goodness for us. He does not want us in temptation. He wants to deliver us from evil. He wants to guide us and direct us. And it just goes back to the importance of being in God's word. So I wanted to give a little bit of background or, um, or talk on the Lord's prayer uh, in this, because I think it's another great example of 
a guide on how to pray or even directly how we can pray. And we know if we are taking scripture and praying it to God, he is going to be I don't want to say more so, but but just as faithful and just to provide and to to meet us in those prayers. And so again, if you don't know how to pray, you can always say Jesus. If you don't know how to pray, you can always go to Matthew 6, starting at verse 16-ish, and uh, pray the Lord's Prayer. And since we are here today talking about prayer, I want to remind you, sisters, that it is okay to pray in any way that works for you. If you are a praying unceasingly kind of a girl, pray that way. If you are a war room prayer closet kind of prayer, then pray in that way. If you are somebody who wants to get up early in the morning and pray quietly just to yourself with a notebook or journal, that's okay. If you want to pray in community out loud with others, if you want to jump on prayer calls, that is okay too. If you want to do all of the above, do it, sister friend. There are so many different ways that you can pray and God just wants you to show up with your heart, to show up with your heart and your face postured towards him. We're probably going to do more prayer episodes on here because man, it's so incredibly difficult to try and smash everything that God has given us and everything that I have to say about prayer in a 20 minute episode. So we'll probably see more in this space. So definitely give us a subscribe, join us in the community, and we will see you there. God bless sisters. Sister, my hope and prayer is that this episode has encouraged you in your prayer life. If it has blessed you, please share with a friend, share on your socials. Let others be reminded of the importance of prayer, different ways that we can pray, and what scripture has to say about prayer, even in just these few small passages. Also, don't forget to click the link in the show notes to join us in the Connect with God Consistency Challenge. Share it with your sisters, invite them in. I am so excited to draw closer to God as we draw closer to each other in the coming weeks.